chegou aqui a partilha de duas pessoas presentes. Two people here present are sharing their experience. They both saw something which took place in the sky. It was 11.05 at night, and we both saw a circle of light with many blue dots of light around it that changed into different forms, once a heart, another time two circles, and these circles decreased and increased. And we would like to know what this means to us and why one should see something like that. Well, these manifestations that happen in the sky directed individually to us, these manifestations are really a reminder. These manifestations are a message sent to us. And the same manifestation can say different things to different people. But without going into specific and individual cases or into special manifestations that could be saying other things to the individuals, in general, when we see this, it's as though something that knows more than we know, that is, the more advanced elder brothers, the more evolved elder brothers, with this they are giving us a reminder through these manifestations that time is speeding up. That is, we are reaching a very important point and things are accelerating. And we are not to forget in this speeding up of time, in the things that we see happening, we are not to forget that we must keep attuned with our higher levels. This is why these things appear in the sky, that is, high above. So we are then sort of attracted toward what is going on up there. And this helps us to hold our attention, to hold our consciousness focused there. What is taking place today, these things that we see happening all over, are the final acts of a group of beings or of forces of involution that can already perceive that they are no longer going to be able to be in control of certain situations for much longer, and that the time allotted to these forces, to these beings, is coming to an end, and that very soon they will no longer have the power that they have now over situations, over people, over events. So their attacks are very desperate. Their attacks are very forceful. And we can see from all that is happening externally in the planet, and we can also see this from certain individual processes, this is not trying to tell us that the situation is getting worse. The crises are getting more and more critical. But this does not mean that things are getting worse. To the contrary, 
It's saying that things are coming to an end, that all this is the work of involution of those who are getting desperate, of forces or beings that might be functioning on all levels. This has to come to a climax so that it can then be resolved. When it reaches this culmination, when this confrontation reaches a point a little bit beyond where it is already, then external incidents will begin to appear as a consequence of this conflict, various kinds of external incidents. And when these external incidents reach the point where they can interrupt planetary evolution, then the brothers of the cosmos will intervene directly. It won't be simply a presence through warnings as it is now and through so much inner service that the brothers provide, but it will be a presence on a par with the incidents that will be occurring at the time. And this still has to mature a little because with the number of beings and forces acting negatively here, it will not be possible to carry out that which is meant to be carried out on Earth. And why is this occurring only on the Earth? And why is this coming from the Space Brothers to help in the situation? And why are they here present? Why are they entrusted with watching over and to a certain point avoiding the worst? Or why do they intervene when something that happens begins to get out of hand? What do they have to do with all this? One might ask, isn't this a problem of the planet? Isn't this a question of planetary evolution? Why do these hosts come here? Why do these groups come here? Why are these commanders here? Why are these higher forces present and operating here, even physically? Many kingdoms of the cosmos have undergone an experience that has already been successful and has been considered by cosmic intelligence as something real. It is this kind of galactic society, this kind of unity among everything that is living, everything that is conscious, everything that is human in the galaxy on different levels, in different forms. All this is to form a single society. And so this illusion of forming a single world within a single planet, this is very unreal because we cannot do this with the kind of material that we have here. So this one world is a reflection of this true idea, which is not to build just one world, which is impossible to do in the present situation and in the present conditions and in the conditions of certain more backward planets. So this galactic brotherhood 
This is what should take place. The Earth is a little behind in this because the Earth still has to deal with this issue of the forces of involution. The forces of involution in here still have to be resolved because in other kingdoms of the universe, in other areas of the cosmos, this is well underway. And so because the Earth is lagging behind, because of the backwardness of this humanity of the surface, it is still attempting to bring about unity here among persons, among groups, and among countries, something that will never happen, because this would need a flowdown of the same experience, but coming from higher kingdoms, where this has already succeeded, where this has already happened. So unity on the surface of the earth and unity among the beings of the earth can only take place when this unity that already exists in other kingdoms can flow down to the earth, when it can descend to the earth. But before this can happen, this selection has to go on being carried out. The struggle has to come to a definition because things are going to reach a point where they cannot keep on going anymore because this will begin to harm the destiny of the earth, of the surface. And at this point there will be an intervention, greater aid will be coming. This unification, this unity, this galactic society, if we can call it that, society is a very earthly term that has several connotations, but it's a term that expresses this. Brotherhood is very distant. Society is more understandable. It's more concrete. So this galactic society can make it possible for everyone to evolve at the same time, something that is impossible in normal human society. Because in normal human society, if you notice, when someone attains a special development, he or she is doing that in detriment to others. Isn't it so? If someone here has something that he or she needs, it is being taken away from someone who has less or has nothing. So all in all, it's a situation that is impossible to be resolved here. So unity, equilibrium, harmony, to attain these merely with earthly forces, merely with earthly humanity, merely with earthly consciousness, this will never come about because this is a karmic planet where the karma is never balanced out among everyone. Therefore, this calls for a galactic solution. So this unity, this perfection, perfection and unity don't mean that all are on the same level. It means that everyone has the right to evolve as far as they ought to evolve. And on the surface of the earth, this is impossible. Because here on the surface, there are many practical things that prevail over people's inner concerns. Here there are many material things that to people are more important than spiritual things. You see a person slacken his or her spiritual work because of material problems, isn't it so? Someone might have a material agenda to fulfill, and he or she will fulfill it, because the person is very material-oriented and will really carry out that task, and this will always happen in detriment to his or her spiritual agenda. That's how it is on the surface of the earth. So in conditions such as these, in a reality like this one, 
It will never be possible to form an evolved society here, a society in which everyone can have the possibility of evolving at the rate each person needs. And we haven't the least illusion in this regard. We don't have the tiniest illusion that we are going to build a balance here on the surface within the kind of consciousness these humans have. Nobody has the least illusion in this regard. So here, what we need is to reach a point in this struggle on this planet so that this can be resolved and come to an end. And then this brotherhood, these conditions will begin to flow through and the flow will even be etheric. We will even feel it and perceive it. Some people already do perceive it, but they can't fulfill it. They're, they can't fulfill it because the situation of the earth itself doesn't allow it. So this is something that is being understood inwardly by the souls, by the monad, and this is the work of the brotherhood. This is the work carried out by these presences on the monadic level, on the level of the soul, on the level of the mind. This is the work carried out by these beings who come from kingdoms where this has already been carried out, where this has already been attained. Among these brothers, there's not the least possibility of a tiny light in the sky going unseen because an intergalactic space vessel is there, which is blinking there. So this can't happen. The intergalactic space vessel is present there with its infinite light rendering service as well as the brother, the commander guiding the vessel the teacher is there with his material light carrying out his work. This is the brotherhood. This is the kind of brotherhood that should take place in all the worlds where individual evolution exists. So these things that we see, these things that appear to us, that are reminding us of all this, this work is subjective. And when our eyes see this, the heart opens up. The person feels contentment. There is joy. There is a confirmation that he or she is part of a greater path and that all this is preparing us externally as well. And we would have to keep in mind during these times from now until the end that we must realize that we are committed to transformation. We cannot forget for a single moment that what we are and what we do and what happens to us are all a necessary evil. We must not lose this from sight. Because if for one moment we delude ourselves that what is happening to us today is fine, is all right, is correct, for us to leave the spiritual path which we are treading with zeal to get onto a purely material path or a path that is psychological or analytical or emotional or mental, you have to realize that this is happening. 
acontecer. Because you Mas let it happen. Mesmo dentro disso, você But não even deve while you are in the midst of all this, you must never lose the awareness é that you have a commitment with isso something that has nothing to do with então, what is going on around you. This must be kept clear to everyone. And so um if we are in service, we must not forget for one moment that we have an inner commitment with something that is beyond all that, something that is above all that. Do you see what the brothers are telling us the whole time? No matter how good it is, what we are doing, and we can question if there is anything very good here, whatever we are doing, as good as it might be, we have a commitment with something more than this. We don't have to stop at what is here, no matter how good what we are doing might be. We have to be committed to something more than this. You see, when this reaches the heart, it brings about some change. It even changes our outer rhythms that could have become quite habituated when we perceive that we are serving and that this is being positive. That's when the moment of danger arises for the person. It's very important for us to be open to this continual transformation and not to convince ourselves that we have already been transformed enough and that things are okay the way they are because nothing is all right the way it is because we are really doing very little compared to what is going on in the conflict, in the struggle in the coming days or in the Isto coming times, this is going to increase. Então, difícil, so those who find themselves in difficult situations should try to connect to transformation so that when the transformation itself arrives or when the transformation of the entire situation becomes então, very difficult, it should not be unbearable for us. So whenever we are in difficult circumstances today, we should seek to tune into this. We should tell our inner self that we are willing to be transformed. To be transformed means to be something different, something which has nothing to do with what we are. Because if we don't get into this movement at the time, the difficult situation is going to become even more difficult. So making this decision, making this option for transformation has to go beyond merely being an aspiration. It has to be a pact so that you'll be able to get into transformation at such a rate that when these things become more difficult around you, your rate of transformation also increases and you move beyond the point where you are focused. So you are not in that difficult situation just like one more person being swept away in the turbulence. This is increasing and it's going to go on increasing. Only those who close their eyes to it can't see it. Your commitment is to this change, to this transformation. Your commitment is to these higher kingdoms. This has to be very clear to you. In order for this change or this adaptation 
to begin to take place in your vehicles. So, in a bacteriological war, those who don't have their minds focused on another level, those who don't have their minds working on another level, those who don't set their minds to another attunement, these people are also involved in the bacteriological war because these bacteria get started in the mind. And so if your mind is turned on to this, you are already creating the bacteria with your mind. And the bacteria that are created in your mind are the ones that are going to materialize here and be handed over to the other forces that work through people, through human beings like us. Disinfectants are no use here. What we need here is for our minds to change. What we need here is commitment to what is evolutionary, commitment to transformation, and not just to reaffirm this commitment, but to live it. It's not enough to cleanse things here. We have to change our minds because these things are issuing from the mind. This is the stage of the unfolding of the flowers in this cycle. We must not go on being buds. We must not be that which we have managed to be up until now. Something has been sown in us, and that something sprouted and became a bud, and now it has to blossom, but really unfold as evolution. It has to evolve like a flower that is never fixed. The movement of the flower brings this transition, it brings this ongoing change. And when the flower has blossomed fully, when the offering up of self has become total, it is then that we will be ready for the new earth, for the new human. So we have to reaffirm that we are united to transformation, that we are united to change, that nothing is happening to us is all right. Don't let yourselves be misled, because no matter how good something might appear to be, it's not sufficient for the new earth, it's not sufficient for the new humanity, it's not sufficient for that which we are going to be, it's just not sufficient. Even a wise person today is not good enough for tomorrow, nothing is sufficient. This has to be very clear, because if this movement is not going on, and it's this movement that prepares us for anything that might happen, for anything at all, this is what prepares you to see the world collapse without ever for a moment you're identifying yourself with what is collapsing, not for a single moment. Whatever might be happening to us, to others, to the world, anything at all that might be happening, that is good or not so good, whatever might be happening, our consciousness must not stop there. It must not stand still there. It has to know that all this is bringing about change. All this is bringing about a transformation. So if something is happening to me and a doctor comes in and takes my blood pressure and says, this one here is dying, you have to be ahead of all this. You have to be beyond this so that you can cross through your own reality because each one of us will have his or her own way to follow here. So we have to be united to transformation because even if this transformation is going to take us out of the physical level, this is the transformation to which we must be united. This does not imply any kind of escape 
from situations on the physical level, not any kind of escape from our individual reality, but this process of being linked to what is going to come afterwards and to recognize pain, suffering, experience, everything that happens along the path leading to this, all this is basic at the present time. And those who do not get into this movement are going to move towards involution. All those who can understand this should make an inner decision to follow this transformation and not be identified with what is going on, whatever it might be. You have to place your consciousness on that which is going to be, on that which is not yet here. And that's where you must focus your consciousness. That's where you must really begin to unfold, and not by being what you already are. That's where you should be focusing. And at a certain point, a sign will appear that is so clear, and all that is there in the sky helping us and equilibrating us and warning us and giving us a confirmation of so many things. All this will go into action, and at this moment, we also have to be prepared to go into action, because this will be a time for action. All of us will have an action to carry out, just as they will have their action at the same time. And when their time to go into action arrives concretely, and this is our time too, and when that moment comes, we will be ready to act. Because that will be the time to go into action. It will be the time for action on all levels, on the physical level as well. So we have to have this flexibility on the physical level. We have to have this presence of mind on the physical level. Nothing should be left badly done on the physical level. Nothing should remain that we see is wrong. Nothing should be left half done on the physical level. And we know that it will always be imperfect, it will always be incomplete and always be inadequate. We know this, but our movement should be not to let things stay this way. Now, if you follow this movement, if you give your life for this to become different, if you see that it's no longer any use, you keep on giving your life. We must not sit back. We must not stop. Because, you see, according to people's individual consciences, everything is all right and it's better than not doing anything at all, but it's not all right. Nobody should consider anything to be all right. Because if not, the reality is that everything is stagnating and things continue to be wrong, even worse than they could be. And so here is where we really need an unfolding. And you may be sure that this unfolding is not towards what is happening. For those who are unfolding, what is happening no longer exists. It's something else that has to happen. And we mustn't waste time trying to find out if it is right or not right, if it's good or not so good. We mustn't waste time with this. Look, what is there is no longer of any use. Something different has to come into being. This is the attunement. This is how we get through these critical moments the way they already are. This is how we can be here without being like everyone else. 
antes de chegar este momento and que é a hora course, da ação e que nós temos arrives, preparados para a ação que for necessária então temos que estar muito corretamente empenhados em so desempenhar as nossas ações well, which are actions in things that are not going well but this is a training ground it's important for this to be fulfilled right to the end because it's at the end that the action will be correct and when this time comes and those who did not do the impossible to act correctly in what should be are really going to get a fright and so they will have to not get prepared because we are already very well prepared, very well prepared. What we need now is not to think that we are prepared and not to think that things are all right because nothing is all right anywhere. You see, we have to learn to hear this. We have to learn to have the stamina to be in this because we are going to need this stamina for what is coming. Because whatever goes through our heads, our minds, weakens our stamina. It depletes our capacity. And so these compassionate elder brothers don't send messages like this. They don't say these things. They stay up there shining out, which is actually the greater part of the work. And someone is saying the following. Recently, a friend of mine disincarnated. And he died after having saved the lives of many people who had suffered a serious accident. And after having been saved by him, these people did not do anything to help him when he suffered the accident later on. And the person who was accompanying all this is asking how we can understand such a thing. Well, these events are karmic. Although he had saved many people before his own accident, he hadn't saved as many people as he should have. Can you imagine? And this is not his case, it's just an example. Can you imagine a commander of an army who launches one army against another? This is divided among all who took part but principally the one who led that. So if someday someone led an army, how could he think that he could be spared an accident just because he saved four people, do you see? We have to size up our good deeds. So if you save four people, it's a sign that you can save four million. Go and save four million. If you care for a group of 40 people, it's a sign that you can care for 40 million. This is how we have to look at it. It's not what you are doing. Multiply what you do by a million. 
multiply it by a million and then say, ah, let's see, if I can do this, I can do a million times more. Do you see how it is? And what you don't do, the accident will do for you. The accident will compensate for that which you fail to do. The accident or anything else, the headache, something you suffer, anything, what you fail to do, because you should have done a million times more, and since you didn't do it, then these things happen to balance it out a little. Look, we have to size things up better, because the energy of the unfolding is here and is active. But we have to be very flexible in these things and not get stuck at any point. Not even stuck at positive points, not be stuck at anything. Ela pergunta se morrer afogado and this same person is asking if dying by drowning is worse than dying any other way. Because she's very much afraid of drowning. Those who are afraid of some way of dying should lose that fear. Because if you are afraid, it's because you have already died that way once and you didn't like it. So the people who are very afraid of drowning, relax. Unless you didn't drown properly, and you still have to finish being drowned. But if you have already drowned once, then you don't have to die by drowning again. But this is not the only reason why people are afraid of drowning. Sometimes there might be someone who has just drowned or is drowning, and we contact this person telepathically, and we become aware of what is happening. It becomes present to us at that moment and penetrates us. So what we feel could be something that really doesn't pertain to us. It's not really something of our own. And we shouldn't be analyzing this too much because it's all very broad, it's all very vast. And perhaps each of our fears perhaps has some origin or some explanation. What you must do here is think about death as a whole and not be afraid of any form of dying. Because it's when you don't know what death is all about, it's when you don't have any information about death and when you don't know what you should be doing there at the hour of death. It's when you don't know what all that means. This is when you become afraid of death. You should get to know what process is taking place at that moment and what one should be doing to live that moment, which is a special moment and there's no other moment like it. It's the only one. And so you have waited a whole in for that moment to arrive because it's then and only then that certain things can happen. And so you have to be ready for this. You have to be open to this. You should be looking forward to this moment like someone who is looking forward to a special opportunity. And you have to be ready there to do this in the best way possible. And you have to be concerned about this and not with how you are going to die, because any way is all the same. Any way of dying is suitable for this. So you don't have to be choosing how to die, as if we were the ones to make this choice. You don't have to choose anything. You have to see it as a very special moment. 
And any way you die is adequate for you to go through this very special process. And the process you will undergo will be the most appropriate possible for the most sublime things to happen at that moment, the most adequate and the most evolutionary things for you. I don't believe anyone here has ever thought that he or she would never die. And no one here thinks that he or she will be able to change this hour. So you who are here have some idea about these things. So now we must add that when the hour comes, I'm going to do the best I can. This will remove from your mind any other speculation which is completely useless. It will happen in the best way possible for me. And there are some ways of disincarnating that might not be the best for us. But they have então, to happen in that way because of the karma of our bodies. This is something else. So certain ways Mas of disincarnating might not be the most conducive to this harmony. But our bodies need to go through it in this way because they created karma. And in such cases, sometimes the consciousness has left the body before everything happened. So the bodies go through what they have to go through, and the consciousness, the individual himself or herself, does not experience anything because it leaves the body a little ahead of time. So it would be very good if we could be a little more mature in this issue of death. So to die inside of water, to die outside of water, it makes no difference. Everything goes. You have to keep in mind that you are to die well, that at that moment of death, you must be as closely linked as possible to your own process of transformation, to your own transformation, to that which is the best opportunity for you to go on to another level of life. We have to be linked to the actual crossing over, linked to what we are going to be, linked to what is to be. And if this is done well, then all the rest will be given to you. All the rest will be given to you.